Good morning, my lovely souls. I'm hoping this episode finds you all healthy and happy and ready to continue on with the day. I know a lot of us, especially as single parent empty nesters in this confined time of COVID are feeling very lonely and confused as to what is going to happen next. All I can say is no one knows the future for sure. So it may be the best time to actually start focusing in on yourself and what it is you really want and need in order to move forward and live a happy, healthy life. One thing that I really wish I had done before my daughter left is focused more on myself and my long-term goals. There was a point where I was working midnights at Chrysler and I found it very challenging to do anything for myself with a good balance because I always felt I was taking time away from my daughter. And working midnights left me time to come home after the shift, wake my daughter up, get her breakfast, get her dressed, get her on the bus. And if I was lucky, I had five hours to myself, which of course I chose to sleep most days until I got involved in a relationship and that just (laughs) was a whole other experience in itself working midnights. But those five hours that I got to sleep could have been used differently. You still need your sleep and I could have somehow incorporated the time with my daughter into both of us exploring ourselves and what we saw as a future vision. But that's in the past and hindsight is 2020. So we skip to the present and it took me a long time to figure out and not feel the guilt that I needed time to myself to nurture who I was and I had heard for decades you know you can't give if you're exhausted And I don't think I really truly understood that because as a single parent, it was very hard to process taking time for yourself, especially when you are so focused on that paycheck and keeping a roof over your kids' heads and food on the table and still being a good parent. Because parenting is hard on the best of days. And when it's only you, 
it's that much harder because everything is dependent on you at that point. So now that my daughter's left and I've been remarried, it is almost an obligation, I feel to myself now, to nurture myself and figure out my long-term goals and where I want to be in five years, where I want to be in 10 years. My husband and I just celebrated our 10th anniversary and I am happier than ever, but I still believe if I had not figured out exactly what I want and who I want to be with many years ago, I wouldn't have the happiness that I do now. I wouldn't have had the courage to step into life coaching and helping other people move forward with their lives. It's a passion of mine to help people move forward because when I see people struggling, it truly, truly hurts me to my core to not be able to reach out and help. Unfortunately, I found myself, especially after we uh, bought the cafe, reaching out more and more and more, and it took so much out of me because that is what I felt my life's purpose was, was to go out and help people one person at a time because every person that we lift up goes on to help someone else. And that's the basis of creating a better world is creating change through one person at a time. And if I can help somebody to see things in a different light, then my day is worthwhile. There were always things that I was told to do to balance and figure out who I was and to regenerate my energy as a single parent. There was meditation, there was journaling, there was yoga. The problem is that I had literally five hours to myself a day and I chose to sleep so that I could actually function at work. My daughter wasn't really interested in journaling at that point. She's always been more of someone who enjoyed dancing as expression. She wasn't really good at talking through her emotions or writing her emotions down. So journaling kind of went to the wayside for me. Yoga, well, she couldn't sit still long enough to actually work through yoga with me. Meditation I found is my go-to now, but I couldn't find anything that really resonated with me when she was younger. So that never really happened either. And then 17 years ago, we were in a near death collision and 
I really sat down and thought about what it was that I truly wanted to do. I was in the hospital for 10 weeks and probably seven of them were in the rehab section of the hospital. And there I found I had a purpose. And it wasn't just focused on me healing because at that point that was secondary to me because there were so many people there that just needed someone to talk to, that just needed someone to help them figure out their thoughts. Because when you're in the hospital, it can be very confusing and frightening time. And there was one man that really made me question whether I was doing what I needed to in my life. He was a wonderful man. He was in the diabetic section and he had already lost one leg from the diabetes. But we had wonderful conversations when we went outside and just sat in the sun. And I never told him what to do. He would tell me what he was going through and what he felt. And I just encouraged him to keep going. And I'd ask him what felt right for him because he was married at that point, but he was having issues when he'd go home because his wife was actually taking his pain meds and selling them out the back door. So it was a challenging time for him. And of course, he'd already uh, lost one leg from diabetes and he was having complications with the other. And I helped him to see that the situation he was in at that time was not the way he wanted to live or was going to be a permanent situation. So the last I spoke to him was just before he left the hospital and he was going home to file for divorce because he had reconnected with someone from school who lit up his life, who he truly felt understood and loved by. And it broke my heart when I lost contact with him and I think of him often and hope that he moved on to a wonderful, fulfilling life because we had made a small action plan for him and he was moving forward with it. So it was at that point in my life that I realized I could not be fulfilled if I was not out helping people. And yes, the accident took a lot out of me, but there was always that niggling feeling in the bottom of my heart that said, you can't continue to do this. You need to talk to people. You need to get out and just make the world a better place. I had 
been educated as a counselor before, but I didn't always resonate with what they were teaching because a counselor in a way tells you the best plan of action. They tell you what you need to go forward. So I looked into my heart and started researching things and I found coaching was where my heart truly landed. It made me feel fulfilled. And looking back, I'd realized that was basically what I'd done all my life. Because I don't like telling people what to do, but we'll sit down and figure out a plan of action and I can help guide someone to where they want to be. And if they get there and they find out that's not truly what they want, there's always the option to pivot. An action plan is not set in stone and we're always growing and learning and what we may have envisioned for ourselves five years ago may not be the vision that we want to work towards now. So giving yourself the time to figure out what it is that you want and what it is that you need to truly move forward is the greatest gift that a single parent empty nester can give themselves. Because even though the kids have moved out, we are still an example to them. And yes, the relationship has changed. But when you think back, haven't all your relationships changed? I mean, they need to grow, they need to be enriched. And the relationship you had with somebody 10 years ago should not be the same as it was as it is now. Because if it is, then you are not benefiting from the relationship. You need to find people around you that not only understand you, but are there to push you and to question you and to back you when you really need it. I've been fortunate to find four people in my life that I probably am a better person because of. And they question me, they push me, they ask for advice, but I don't expect them to do what I think in my heart that will help them. Advice is just that. Advice is information gathering. So my hope when they ask me for advice is they take my advice and they meld it into any other advice that they've been given. And they do what they feel in their heart is right. Because for so long, we've been taught not to follow our heart. You follow your head, you conform to society, you do what is quote unquote right. But until we figure out who we are and what we need to do to move forward, eh, what's the point, right? 
Conformity is just that. It's doing what everybody else expects you to do. And as human beings, we are not programmed that way. We need to do what feels right. And so many people have suppressed those feelings that when it comes to the time that you really want to start following your true path, we don't even know where to start anymore because our thinking has been put into the tiniest box so that it can be controlled. And what I'm encouraging you to do starting today is to open that box. Open that box and step outside of it. It's not going to be comfortable and it's going to be damn scary for the first bit. Actually, it's probably going to be damn scary for a while because you need to figure that out. It is a confusing time, but I can guarantee once you have locked in what it is that you truly need to do to feel health, healthy and happy and empowered it is going to be the brightest light everything is just going to click everything will fall into place but we can't just sit and wait for it to happen to us if you want change change is stepping out of your comfort zone and making an action plan to move forward if we sit and wait for life to happen for us it's never going to happen we need to start planting those seeds and then we can start working the soil and watching things grow nothing comes without effort and honestly single parent empty nesters may feel right now that they have the confusion and the loneliness to lean on but you have had the courage to move forward you probably have more courage than you ever realized it because you took on the challenge to raise your family by yourself you did the best with what you had that takes a lot of courage that takes a lot of determination and even though looking back i know i look back and i don't look at it as courage i looked at it as i did what i had to do but the more people you talk to the more you realize you never had to do it. You could have taken the easy way out, but you didn't. You decided to fight for what you felt in your heart was the right thing to do. So I encourage everyone to please share your stories because we can all learn through each other's stories. And as long as we are open to listening and learning from each other, we are making the world a better place every day. 
if you'd like to contact me and uh, have a little deeper conversation, please feel free to leave a message and I will certainly get back to you. I'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts, your ideas on this. And I'm hoping to eventually get some guests on. So until next week, I am wishing you all the love and the warmth and the strength that I am able to send your way. And please remember, a smile can change somebody's day. And if you get the chance to lift someone up, don't stop and think about it. Just do it. Hope you all have a great week. And until then, almost day. <laughs>